Welcome to the Cash Flow Guys Podcast. All right, you guys ready to do this this week? This is Tyler Chef. I am the host of the Cash Flow Guys Podcast, and that's what you're listening to today. America's favorite podcast for learning how to invest in real estate for cash flow. Today, we're going to talk about the very important question are you doing it wrong? And this was inspired, this episode was inspired from one of my listeners who sent in a, a letter to me, an email to me rather, that uh, because he had difficulty getting on my calendar, he works during the day, uh, apparently doesn't take a lunch break, you know, whatever, he wasn't able to get on my calendar. So before we kick off, I thought the best way to give him the value of what I'd be able to give him on a phone call without doing a phone call, the next best thing is I would make my response a podcast episode. In other words, I'm this episode is going to be his response, but as I wrote out the response to him, I started thinking, man, you know, other people probably need to hear this too. Now, full disclosure, this may sound like a little bit of a rant, but I assure you it's not. What this is, you can choose to take it that way. And if you do, what you're going to find is you're going to lose the value. Okay. You're going to miss the very important points that I'm about to mention in this episode. So if you're driving a car, you're working out, this is one of these episodes you might want to listen to twice to make sure you get it. Okay to make sure you are crystal clear on what's happening, right? So that said, let's kick off. And I want to read the letter to you first. I'm going to start with reading the letter, and then we'll dive into the nuts and bolts of it. And it says, hey, Tyler, I just want to thank you for doing what you do and providing so much value in your podcast. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Unfortunately, the times available schedule don't work right now for me because of work. I understand. I get it. I recently, just recently listened to your latest podcast, How to Get Unstuck, and it made me realize what I was doing wrong. And that was like, uh, I think an episode or two ago, guys. So just to go to my, look at your podcast player, roll back an episode or two and you'll see that one. Anyway, I want to wholesale houses. Oh Lord Jesus. I want to wholesale houses, but as you stated, it's not the best way to get financially free. Yeah, it's not. And a lot of folks are going to, you're probably going to wind up, you know, you get stuck in that feeling where you feel like a bottom feeder, you're less than adequate, yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, it's just not worth it. Why give the government more money than they're, than they're worth? It's a strategy, not an identity. Understand that. I can see from what, from that standpoint of consistently needing to, I'm sorry, let me try that again. I can see that from the standpoint of constantly needing to, to your pipeline to be filled with leads to ensure cash flow is consistent. Also, not to mention the amount of taxes taken out. Ouch. You're right. And I'm glad he's listening. Hopefully, I got through. All right, that's good. I hope you guys realize that what's making you, what's keeping you poor, because here's the deal. If you're not rich, you're poor. I don't believe this middle-class bullshit. Bottom line is if you're not rich, you're poor. Middle-class is, that's kind of like giving the fat kid a trophy, right? It's like, dude, you're fat. Okay. That just means you need to stop eating and start exercising. I get it. I'm fat. And that's because I overeat a lot. I like pizza. Okay. I can walk to a pizza joint. And unfortunately it's not a far enough walk for me to work off the pizza. So if I want to get unfat, and get back into my beach thong, let's say, God, that's terrifying to think of, then I have to just change, make some changes, okay? Same thing with taxes. You can't stand there and bitch about paying taxes and then do nothing to change it. How you change your taxes is you got to change your facts, okay? Tom Wheelwright says that you got to change your tax. To change your tax, you got to change your facts. That means change how you earn your income. Wholesaling happens to be the most heavily taxed, highest taxed activity out there pretty much. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. So why would you voluntarily give the government more tax? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I go on. I digress, I should say. My concern is, he goes on to say, my concern is how do I get into these multifamily homes without any 
cash knowing or knowing any private money lenders and having unfortunately a credit a shitty credit score maybe i'm just overthinking thanks for your time all right here we go folks and again this is not intended to be a rant but i my intent is to shake the tree change his mindset and hopefully get his mind focused on the right things okay so my reply goes like this first thanks for listening to the show and more importantly thanks for reaching out i'm going to say this guys before i go any further i'm going to read my reply to you but i'm going to add a lot to it uh, just because i can't i'm not the type of person i can't read off a script right so i'm i know i'm going to go off on a tangent so just bear with me still try to keep this episode relatively short i know you're busy and you got things going on that said i said why do you want to wholesale houses because some wholesaler made you think he got rich doing it reality most wholesalers are poor beyond imagination and that's a fact folks most wholesalers and i wish you could see the video i was doing this on a video because i'd be air quoting the hell out of this most wholesalers are poor beyond imagination and the same goes for most quote-unquote investors okay now there are some that may not be poor but they still really are all hat no cattle as they say in texas because here's the deal only a fool sits on a pile of cash. I don't know anybody who has successfully exited wholesaling or flipping houses and got into the rental space and stayed there without going back and wholesaling and flipping houses because it's an addiction, guys, right? You're chasing that almighty dollar. You're chasing the next deal. you got to go out and dance for your dinner. Now, the last two weeks, if you ask Jill, she'll probably say three weeks, I have not done a damn bit of work at all real estate-wise except for the podcast and that's because I've been working on installing my solar system and getting the RV ready to go and, and doing a lot of wiring and things like that. Why am I doing it myself? I'm not going to digress but too far, but I'm doing it myself because I want to learn how it works because I am by far not an electrician. But um, I've hired a, an expert electrician to, to work with me so I can learn everything about it so that when I'm on the road, I don't have to rely, rely on some shade tree mechanic to wire things wrong and burn my, my house down, so to speak. Um, I shouldn't say so to speak. It is my house now. But that said, um, I went out and spent all that time doing all that and didn't have to worry about going to chase money. Now, if I was a wholesaler, that would not be the case because I'd have to be answering the phone on the first ring and doing all the other crap, dancing for your dinner, begging people to sell me their house at 70% of ARV minus repairs, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, guys. Come on, be creative, right? Solve a problem. And why would you pay for 70% if you don't have to? I'll leave that there. Matter of fact, I'm going to start talking about giving you guys some more tutorials on wholesaling just to show you that you're doing it wrong. And it could be a strategy, but it doesn't have to be an identity, right? I, yes, I still wholesale properties, but I'm not a wholesaler. There's a big difference there, guys. Okay, so let's get back on it. Society lied to us by telling us cash is king. As Robert Kiyosaki says in his new book, Fake, which, boys and girls, if you have not read Fake, drop what you're doing, go on Amazon and get yourself a copy. Uh, I don't care if you get an Audible or print or whatever get fake it's a really good book i need to get my web people to put up on the website um the cash flow is king is what robert kiyosaki says cash flow not cash cash flow there's a difference now i know that some folks have have, have you interchangeably used those two words they say oh cash and cash flow are the same thing they're not the same thing cash is nothing but worthless paper that the government can print whenever they want cash flow is the action of money coming to you passively. Okay, that's the difference. Now, I went on to say, yes, you will need consistent streams of leads to wholesale. But here's the, here's the reality. You also need these leads to retail, to buy and hold, to fix and flip, to subject to, as some folks call it. 
the bottom line is no matter what you're doing, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to learn how to be a marketer. You're going to have to learn how to generate leads. I don't care if you're a note investor. It doesn't matter what you do. You are going to have to become a master at generating leads or you're going to have to have enough cash to hire an expert to do it for you. Now, I, I'm here to tell you, because I've paid most of them, seems like, there are a lot of people out there pretending to be marketers that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. They don't have any idea what they're doing in marketing. But they will gladly charge you $1,500 a month plus ad spend, which is what they all seem to got a, got a, they all got together and decided $1,500 a month or $1,000 a month or whatever. They took Dan Henry's course, and now they're all rocket scientists. Bottom line is there's a lot of kids out there that are that are trying to be marketers, they don't have a damn clue what they're doing in marketing. They don't understand psychology. And a marketer that doesn't understand psychology is not a marketer. They're somebody that's making Facebook rich in Facebook ad revenue. So you have to understand that as a, I don't care what type of investor you are, you've got to become an expert at marketing. And how do you do that? You educate. You absolutely educate. Now, I can give you guys an opportunity, and full disclosure, this is an affiliate link, but I've done the training myself, and it is epic. I mean epic. Go to cashflowguys.com forward slash OFA, OFA, that's uh, one funnel away, cashflowguys.com forward slash OFA, F like Frank, O like Oscar, F like Frank, A like Apple, cashflowguys.com forward slash OFA, go there, it's going to cost you a hundred bucks, sign up for that training, it's a 30-day crash course in marketing, that will get you on your way, but I'm here to tell you, there is no such thing as a successful real estate investor that is not a marketer. Bottom line, that's just reality, folks. You're not getting around it. I don't care what guru course you take or who you, what syndicator you line yourself up with. You are never going to be independent as a real estate investor. You're never going to be able to, to run the business on your own without the ability to generate leads. If you have to rely on some schmoo to do it for you, you are screwed. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be the one writing the copy and doing all this, but you need to understand and lead this thing, you need to be the puppet master of your business. And lead generation is the one thing, and Russell Brunson says this from ClickFunnels, you cannot outsource the marketing brain. You have to become that marketing brain for your, for your company, for your organization, for your investment portfolio, so that you are constantly out there marketing for, marketing for capital and marketing for opportunity, right? And no, I don't mean running. This is not about running Facebook ads, guys. This is about running... A building funnels, building sales funnels to get people educated on what you do so they can come to you and give you their money to invest or give you opportunities to invest in or give, provide you with opportunities in general if you're going to be the, the operator, okay? So understand that. You've got to get out there and absolutely learn the whole idea. Not to learn the whole thing, but you have to learn the basics of marketing and you have to learn how to orchestrate a marketing plan. There's nobody in the real estate space teaching that. I'm about to start, okay? Because I see that this is more important, guys. Marketing is more important than any element of real estate investment training. I don't give a crap about learning how to raise money or putting together deals or hustling wholesale deals or whatever the hell you're up to. None of that matters. Because if you're still some schmuck that's out there having to stick bandit signs in the side of the road or make click-to-mail rich, no disrespect to click to mail, great service. I've used them before. But if you're out there making the post office rich in postage, then you're doing it wrong because you can do so much more with digital marketing and you are not going to escape the need to have to become a marketer. That's just reality, guys. 
if you take that $100 course, okay, that, that cashflowguys.com forward slash OFA or one funnel away, take that thing, spend 100 bucks. You get to work with some of the most talented marketers on the planet, Russell Brunson being one of them. It's a 30-day. They give you training videos every single day. Jill and I took it. It is epic. I've actually taken it twice. It's so good. 100 bucks. <laughs> Thank me later. That's an affiliate link. And Russell, they even... They want to train you so bad that if you buy, if you sign up for that hundred bucks, ClickFunnels actually gives me the hundred bucks, so I make a hundred bucks. So if you want to do that, support the show and get an education at the same time, or you can pay some real estate guru fifty grand to teach you how to write a contract, which is stupid. Become a master marketer, okay? Spend the hundred bucks, learn how to market, and when you do that, everything else will fall into place for you. You know why? Because you'll have leads, and leads bring money, and money brings the team you need to put things together. So that said, see, I told you I'd digress. Anyway, the masses need to be, I went on to say, the masses need to be educated on what your needs are, whether it be investment capital or opportunity, neither will come to you unless people know you are looking for it. And this is what comes into being a marketer. If people don't know what you're looking for, they don't know you're looking for opportunity or they don't know what a deal means to you or they don't know that you need capital to invest in, guess what? They're just going to leave you alone because nobody's going to come knocking on your door and go, hey man, here's some money. Will you please invest it for me? Nope, that's not how it works. People have to first know that you have a need because I don't think people with money go door to door looking for a place to people to give it to. Okay. That's not how it works. Now, poor man's mentality. I want us to take a stop and address this right now because this is my reply. In this letter, he says, I don't have any money. I don't know any private lenders. And to that, I call bullshit. I'm sorry, but I do. I call bullshit. You have to have some money in your pocket. I know you do, just not enough. So first question I have for you is you're obviously eating because you're alive. Okay, and you're able to get to work. So you have money for the bus, you have money for the car or whatever it is. So let me ask you this. How are you spending that money? And I guarantee you, you cannot look me in the face and tell me that you are spending your money as responsibly as possible. I guarantee that's the case. Okay. Here's the reality that you have to understand. And this is a tough reality. And I don't mean to be, I'm not, my intent is not to be mean to people or anything like that. But sometimes people got to get over their own, get, get out of their own way and quit lying to themselves because the minute you start to believe your own bullshit, you're on a path that doesn't lead you to greatness, that I assure you. The fact is this. Those that have money to invest simply don't hang out with broke folk. That's a fact. People that have money to invest do not hang out with poor people. Why the hell would they? Because poor people always got their hand out wanting something for nothing, right? That's why they're poor, because they have a broke men's mentality. So how do you get out of that? You stop hanging around with other poor people. Yes, that means you may have to find new friends. Yes, that means you may have to only see your relatives at Thanksgiving and Christmas, who knows, and birthdays and funerals and all that good crap. But the reality of it is, if you continue to do the same thing, how can you reasonably expect a different result? So immediately you need to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, that take more action than you, and you need to be able to provide them value to even be in that circle, okay? I purposely spend time around people, myself, Tyler, that I find are doing more than me, smarter than me, and more effective than me. I have a very close circle of friends that are all go-getters. And they're not all necessarily loaded with money, but they are community builders. They are masters at what they do. They can literally create money out of thin air. They're not, they don't have to be mega millionaires to hang out with me, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not expecting you to go hang out with Grant Cardone this weekend. But at least spend time around people that are in a better position financially than you, a far better position. 
And that's not, I'm not saying that so that you can go hump their leg for money and go, hey, man, you invest in my, in my bandit signs for my wholesale deals? Come on, stop that. Spend time around better people, okay? Don't hang out with broke folk. Understand this. The fact is that those who have money to invest, I'm going to say it again, don't hang out with broke folk. So if you're broke folk, how do you fix that? Become unbroke. Don't be broke anymore. Decide that you're not going to be broke. Get off your ass and do the work to make the money. Okay? The people that have money to invest are hanging out in places and with people where people with motivation and money hang out. Now, you know where these places are if you think about it, and I don't mean the country club, because here's a, a little-known fact. In most cases, the people that the country clubs are posers, right? All hat, no cattle, like they say in Texas, as I say again. The people at the country club are generally at the country club hanging out, impressing other people. But I bet if you did a financial statement on the majority of people, the majority, not all, but the majority of people in a country club, you will find that most of them are trying to keep up with the Joneses. They're driving their Audi that they can't afford on their seventy-five dollars or $100,000 a year job. And they're literally living paycheck to paycheck behind the scenes. Or they've got $100,000 in credit card debt or whatever their drama is. They got something going on. Now, the, the true wealthy, the people that are truly, I will call them rich. Think about this. Where do they hang out? Think about where poor people are uncomfortable. Okay, The places where poor people are uncomfortable is where rich people hang out. Now, yes, poor people are uncomfortable at country clubs, I'm sure. However, keep going. Think about what poor people are generally uncomfortable doing or too lazy to do. And that usually is learning. That is usually people that hate school or hate learning generally follow certain economic levels. Okay, The folks that, that go to college and enjoy education, and, and I'm not saying that a college degree has anything to do with this, but people that enjoy education as adults generally have a far better success rate than those that have no desire to learn anything new or they have all the answers. That's a fact. So where do these people hang out? Library, coffee shops, places like this. This is where the truly wealthy hang out. They go to meetup events and they listen to speakers talk about different subjects. They, they take the time to self-educate. Maybe they go to your, their local IRA administrators and listen to when they're going through training or maybe they're in webinars to learn more about how to put deals together, how to work with other people, this is where the truly wealthy are hanging out, here to tell you. As Robert Kiyosaki says, rubber chicken dinners. That's the thing they used to do back in the 70s and 80s to get you to invest in uh, mutual funds and stuff like that. They would have these chicken dinners with crappy food, and they'd give you some pitch on some great investment. And the problem was the person pitching was broke. Bottom line, person pitching is broke. As I've said before, Half the syndicators, probably 75% of the people that call themselves syndicator out there in the, in, the, in the apartment space are broke as hell. They're living a lifestyle. They're, they're Instagram stars or Facebook stars. That's all they really are. They don't have any true wealth. They only own a small sliver of this big portfolio. But when you, when you skip the, the apartment count and ask them how much money do they make, they get real quiet real quick. Same thing with these wholesalers, some of these big name wholesalers. Sure, they make millions of dollars a year, but how much money do they keep? First of all, they're getting taxed to death because they've got poor men's mentality. See, it's one thing. I could teach you how to make a million dollars tomorrow, but if you can't hang on to a million dollars, if you can't put that million dollars to work making more money, if you can't learn how to avoid legally avoid the taxation from that million dollars, I've wasted my time teaching you how to do it. And this is why in the, in the Mailbox Money Mastermind, 
we have had people, uh, we start out talking about mindset and financial intelligence. This is the most important piece because without this very important element, you're absolutely screwed. Next thing you know, you're going to be that person out there at two in the morning, putting up bandit signs while code enforcement's not looking. Okay. All right. I'm going to go on. Lenders. Another thing he talks about up here is not knowing any lenders. Here's the deal with lenders. Let's talk about lenders for a second. Frankly, I'm not a fan of the term because it, bring, it brings forth the feeling in today's society that when somebody lends you something, they're doing you a favor. When in fact, the reverse is true. Now, banks and credit card companies are the most common version of lenders that we know about. The reality is that they cannot lend money. Okay, If they can't lend money, they go out of business. Bottom line, if they cannot lend money, they go out of business. That's a fact. So mindset shift. When you help somebody invest their money into an opportunity that produces a yield far greater than they could gain for themselves, you are the one doing them a favor, are you not? Think about that for a second. That said, let's instead attract people with capital to us that we can help, keyword being help, by deploying their capital into worthwhile opportunities. Now when that happens, Without us, those people are sitting on capital and they actually lose that capital over time because of inflation. And when you have when a pile of cash has to experience inflation, that causes that cash to lose buying power. So they're technically losing money by sitting on it. Now, the, the government tells us that the inflation rate, and this changes on the, by the minute, but they say it around between, or between 4 and 7%. I would tend to think it's a little higher than that, but... Let's go with 7%. That means that if their money is not making 7%, they're losing money. And now I know what you're thinking. I can't afford to pay somebody 7% interest. I wasn't saying you have to. There's a million different ways, and I teach people this in the mastermind, by the way. There's a million ways you can get people on board with investing and show them a return significantly higher than probably anybody else without having to turn it into interest. There are tax benefits. There's depreciable, depreciation benefits. There's all kinds of benefits to investing in real estate that you can help a, a potential partner, cash partner, or a private money person take advantage of. The best advice you could ever give them is for them to hire a CPA that gets it, that, under, that owns investment real estate, and sees all the benefits. That alone generates a return. Okay. Here's an example of inflation. Okay, So you're clear. An example of this is 20 years ago, bottled water cost 10 cents. A bottle of water cost 10 cents. Today, I've seen it for several dollars a bottle. So if you've got, if I gave you $10 20 years ago, you could buy a whole heck of a lot of water. But if I gave you $10 today and said, go buy as much water as you can, you'd probably come back with a couple bottles. Unless you're at a sporting event, you come back with one bottle. That's reality. That's called inflation. Okay? Understand that. So you have to be in a position to where you can help people outpace inflation. When you can do that, you can put on your superhero cape and run around your tights and you are definitely a rock star and you will have a huge following. Sound familiar? Yeah, because I spend the time teaching people how to offset inflation by putting their money to work and guess what they do? They call me on the phone, ringy-dingy, and they say, Tyler, please get, take my money and invest it because they know that I can make them in a hell of a return over time and they've built up, we've got to know each other, we've built up the know, like, and trust, and off we go to the races and everybody wins. Now, some folks get stressed out because I haven't put their money to work yet, and that's because we haven't found the right opportunity for them based on their investor identity. So you can't, first of all, you cannot be in a rush to do this, brother. You can't do it. 
You can't be in a rush to do this. You got to take your time and you got to attract people. I'm going to tell you a story. This was written. This is a par- old parable. And it was written back in, I think, in the 1950s. Okay. And people have talked about it before. I know Sean Whalen mentions it. He's kind of taking credit for it. But realistically, it was, I think it was parables put out in the 50s. And it goes like this Lighthouse, lighthouse versus the tugboat. A lighthouse can help save boats. A tugboat can also help save boats. But their functionality and ability in doing so is dramatically different. The tugboat goes out and back, pushing and pulling with great effort to try to help or save an individual boat. And in the process, runs itself ragged trying to get itself and the other boat to shore. That's just reality. It has to go out there and get dirty and work its butt off to do what it's got to do. The lighthouse, on the other hand, it stands there fixed and simply shines its light. It says, there's the reef. Stay the hell away from this thing. No pushing, no pulling. Each boat has the, the ability to choose if they heed the light or not, okay? It's that simple. They can simply take the information that's put out there in front of them, hey, there's a big shining light, and not slam into the reef. But the lighthouse stands firm both regardless of the boat, both day and night. And it's consistently, it's consistent. It consistently puts out its light. Remember, the tugboat has to go back to shore, has to run back and forth, run all over town. Does that sound a little bit like you? Probably. Especially if you're wholesaling, you're running all over town, right? Trying to be that hustler. Hustler, as they say. I'm a hustler. Anyway, I digress. But the, the lighthouse just stands there and shines its light. And when it shines its light, it attracts opportunity, right? It, it helps people find their way in the world. What if you could do that with people that have private capital? What if you were that person that could have the ability to influence other folks? I'm here to tell you, you can do that. It just takes a little bit of education and a little bit of work and getting your act together. Now, when you invest time educating yourself to a point that you be able to discover and take action on opportunities, you're going to have an awakening that's going to result in you finding all the capital you need to do deals. Because the reality of it is, the capital that you don't think you have could be right in front of you. But if you're hanging out in the, around poor people, if you're sitting at, at Burger King bitching about how you're poor, or you're at the country club trying to chase around some guy with a fancy set of golf clubs, I got news for you. You're going to waste your time because you're chasing, you're not attracting. This podcast is a, is a lighthouse. I put out information every week. I've been doing it now for 183 weeks. That's a long time, guys. 183 consecutive weeks I've been putting out information to educate the public. And guess what? Tons of people have called me and invested millions of dollars in opportunities with us because of it. Because I'm that lighthouse. I got the light shining. I don't have to go out there and chase after them. They pick up the phone and call me. And we can develop great relationships where everybody wins. And you can do the same thing. I'm not saying you have to go out and start a podcast. But I am saying that you do need to take the time to self-educate. You need to read those little purple books that I talked about in the episode you mentioned. Okay? Here's the deal. When you take the time to educate, and this is where a lot of people screw it up, they don't act. And an education without execution is an absolute waste of time. So don't get sucked into that. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of tough love. And I mean this with love. I'm not angry. I don't hate you. I don't know you. I, I don't know anything about you except for what you said in your email. 
but I need to address this. And this is not necessarily so much to you, the writer of the email, but this is to the rest of you that are sitting around licking your palms, feeling sorry for yourself because you got a shitty credit score. Here's the deal. If you got a shitty credit score and Oh, I want to add that I had a terrible credit score for a lot of my life. Terrible. I mean, when they pulled my credit back in the day, it spit out handcuffs. Here's the deal. Guess what? Now I have an impeccable credit score. Now my credit score is off the chain. And that's not because I'm wealthy. It's because I pulled my head out of my ass and I got financially responsible and I got educated. And I did that with those little purple books. And when I wanted money, I learned how to become a marketer. And I learned how to market my needs to the world. And I did things like I spent the 100 bucks and went to cashflowguys.com forward slash OFA. I dropped 100 bucks and I got the training I needed to even be better at marketing so I could get more leads. I could find more opportunity. I could find more people that were looking to invest capital. Actually, they could find me, which is even better. So here's the deal. And I'm gonna say, I say this with love. There's a reason why you have a, credit, a shitty credit score. And until you man up and do the work to fix your credit and become financially intelligent and responsible, you should not be dealing with other people's money, period. Because here's what happens. People with shitty credit, I know, again, I was one of them, so I'm talking about myself as well. People with shitty credit do dumb things. Fact, you can't, they're not responsible with money. Otherwise, they wouldn't have shitty credit. So understand that if you're going to have shitty credit, you need to take a pause, pull your head out of your back end, and get your credits sorted out. Start paying your bills. Get on the phone with the creditors and say, you know what? I was a dipshit until I started listening to the Cashflow Guys podcast. And Tyler told me I need to pull my head out of my ass and start paying my bills and act like a big boy. I had to pull up my big boy pants and grow up and get good credit. And I know some of you have had situations where you've, you've had family members die and you went into depression. You want to have bad credit because of that. I say the similar story to you, but with less emphasis, Okay. Because you can, that's happened and that's terrible, that's happened. I've had people with divorces and, and I don't understand why things happen. But the fact that you continue to let it exist is your fault and nobody else's fault. Stop being okay with having bad credit. And instead, step up, pull up your big boy or big girl pants and decide that you're not going to have bad credit anymore. Okay? So you can fix your credit and become financially intelligent. It's possible. If you have a bad credit score, that tells me that you're unwilling to do the work or make the sacrifice to do anything about it. Because sometimes the work is learning how to fix your credit or learning how to a new skill that can make you the money you need to fix your bad credit. And yes, I like again, I understand that bad things happen to good people, but if you really want to fix your bad credit, I'm here to tell you you absolutely can without having to hire a service or do any of that. Yes, you're going to most likely have to pay your past due, bill, past due bills in full. Hell, maybe you can negotiate a discount and you can stick it to that nasty old lender that gave you that money and then expected you to pay them back. Shame on them. I can't believe they gave me a credit card as much of a financial idiot as I am. I can't believe they gave me a credit card that I ran up to hundred grand. I can't believe I did a student loan and then gave all that money to the colleges and then sat there for that education and now I work at Starbucks. So all these decisions are your responsibility. You made them. Whether or not you get forgiven for some of your debts is up to you. I'll leave that with you. I could care less what you do, frankly. But at the end of the day, I mean, I had a bankruptcy, so I had debt forgiven. Looking back on it today, I have a whole different view on that. And every once in a while, I had to kick myself in the ass for even going through a bankruptcy many, many years ago. I think that was 
95 or 96. So my God, that was a long time ago, 15 years ago. Anyway, or longer. You're going to have to, this is going to cost you some money. And I know that's painful for you. And I know that all the gurus in the world tell you, it's okay. You don't need any money and this will be great. The reality of it is you may not need money, your own money to buy the real estate, but you're going to need your own money to get your ass out of trouble. That's a fact. So that said, get your ass out of trouble. You can do this. You can call up the lenders, negotiate. If the interest is what you're talking about, then negotiate about the interest. But the fact remains is this, that you have, there are no shortcuts. You're going to have to earn that money. You're going to have to do what you got to do to get things done. And if you don't have the cash to pay off the debt, you just need to earn it. It's that simple. Making money in today's world with the internet and all the things that are going on is not rocket science, folks. It's not rocket science. Okay. You can go to cashflowguys.com forward slash OFA, spend that hundred bucks and learn skills in 30 days that will put money in your pocket in 30 days. But yes, that means you have to get your ass out of bed in the morning or you have to carve an hour out of your day, five days a week for 30 days or for a month and learn a new skill. An hour, maybe two, some days it may be more than that. Oh, I don't have time, Tyler. Well, guess what? You have time to be poor. You should have the time to become rich. You're going to have to educate yourself. You're going to have to get some training. You're going to have to become a marketer. That's a fact. So here's the deal. I'll leave you guys with this. Unless you're quadriplegic in prison with a disease that requires you to live in a bubble and not speak to any other living soul ever again, you can do this. I know you can do this. I've got veterans that have had their legs blown off and had family members, close family members, children die at the same time their legs got blown off. And they've had, they have mental disabilities and they've got psychological issues and they've had addiction problems and yada, 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 and they've been able to do it. So I know you can do it because they've had it 10 times worse than you. And I guarantee you, whatever your problem is, I can come up with five people that have it 10 times worse than you. So really at the end of the day, boys and girls, it's time to suck it up, buttercup. I know you guys can do this. I believe in you, which is why I come here every week for the last 183 weeks and give you the information you need to be successful. I hope you guys find value in what you're learning here. And as I always say, I truly hope that you take action. Getting information, taking in new information without action, as I said earlier, is an absolute waste of your time. It's wasted opportunity. You've got to get out there and take the steps that you need to take. Yes, some of it's gonna be painful. Some of it's gonna hurt a little bit, but here's the deal. I bet you, you will live through it. I know you'll live through it because I've lived through it and I am a hundred times lazier than you ever be. Believe that. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashFlowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.